0: I would say walk a mile in my shoes, but they're in the ocean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mine are also going to be about those shoes. Oh. <laughs> if you throw my shoes, I'm throwing hands.
0: Oh. There's a feet-bipedal connection here. <laughs> foot and hand disease. Was that? Foot, hand, and mouth? Foot, hand, and mouth?
1: A bird in the hand is worth two in the foot. Don't babies get that? Foot, hand, and mouth disease? Something like that. Yes, because... They... My friend who works at a, <laughs> at a um, daycare, her husband got it. Some. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but they're but I think they went to the doctor and they're like, mostly children get this. Ta ta ta. I don't know what it, I guess it's from like, just sticking your like, children are just gross and they stick their hands in their mouth all the time and their feet, in their mouth. Yeah, their little toes. Gross. Don't they? Well, I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. <laughs> this is Privileged Twinks.
0: Definitely not a children's medical podcast. <laughs> Definitely not.
1: <laughs> it's not for me to say that. But it is a podcast about Utah.
0: <laughs> we just gonna recap The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And yes, that is in Utah.
1: And yes, we are not experts on Utah either. No, truly really <laughs>
0: But we are experts on people. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
1: We are experts on reality TV. Well, no,
0: I'd say you, maybe you could just say that. I, I wouldn't say that for myself.
1: You introduced me to Housewives.
0: One franchise of many.
1: <laughs> um, what did you think of this episode? I was
0: entertained. I was. There's moral quandaries. There's questions. <laughs>
1: Quandaries.
0: Potential litigations. I mean, it was, you know, there was a lot
1: going on. It was a wild episode. I will say, I don't know, um, that I loved, I don't know, I know, like, our friends who also watch, we always talk about we it afterwards. We have friends. And yesterday, or no, last week when we were texting them, they were saying they were Team Jin in the whole Angie Harrington. No, Angie K situation. What? Like, uh, with the throwing of the shoes, or not the throwing of the shoes, with the spilling of the champagne. What? They were saying that they they thought, well, I don't think they were, none of them said that they thought Jen did it as a joke, but they were saying that they were like, it's bringing the drama and Angie was like trying to go over the trip. Hmm.
0: I'm still so confused. On what pe peop- what is not being understood of by co host because he even said it today co host how can somebody be taking over the trip if, if they're, they're co hosting and they're showing the home <laughs> that they secured as co host yeah I mean I'm not trying to crawl up Angie K's bo- uh, you know booty hole but I people are, I feel like are giving her a hard time about this and I'm like I she was just I mean maybe she was being over the top but it's not like she came out of left field. Yeah. Did she?
1: No, especially like if she's already been there before, clearly to San Diego to the house. But maybe that they maybe they were doing a little bit more. Maybe she was.
0: They don't like, show the whole thing. Like, like right.
1: yeah, we only saw like the whole tour edited down into like two seconds. But they got they might have got like a hour long tour. Yeah. And been bored to the bored to death, and felt like she was taking over. Because that's what it seems like... <laughs> that's what it feels like Heather was saying. Sorry, our microphone is, like, having Camel. a little... Yeah. It works better once like that. Okay. The... I don't know. But I, but what I was getting at was... I wonder if our friends or how other people feel about Jen. Because they were saying, like... Really, she's just bringing the entertainment. Which is what, at the end of the day, you want out of watching Housewives and watching reality shows. But to me when someone is being that sloppy and just blatantly mean, I don't necessarily like watching it. I like watching it when it's juicy and there's, like, reason behind it. The meanness or the sloppiness or whatever.
0: Yeah, but even if she is bringing the entertainment, the the point is to talk about it, and the talking point should be that she was wrong to do it. Not that she's excused for bringing drama. Yeah.
1: I also think she just doesn't even... Like what the kind of drama that I like is like when they're talking and like like this trip, Dana decides to be like, "Well, there you go." This into. stuff said X Y Z, <laughs> and silly. Lisa says this. You guys said X Y Z. That's the kind of drama I like about it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like Jin is just kind of like seems like an evil,
0: Ooh.
1: and kind of like in this episode sloppy, but like has so much going on that I think she's just like very Her
0: judgments um, in question.
1: Yeah. But she's always kind of been like this, and I just don't... I don't love watching that. I love watching her get into situations where people call her out on stuff, but I don't necessarily love watching a whole episode of Jen just being drunk and mean. Ah. But I like the episode uh-huh. as a whole because of the ending. Oh, okay. But we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> you trying to jump ahead.
1: I'm not, I'm not... Um, did you have anything you want to talk about aside from that? Is there anything, I feel like not much has happened on Twitter, except I did see a video that Meredith did. I think a lot of housewives were at the People's Choice Awards this week. Mm-hmm. And so whenever that happens, there's like red carpet interviews and stuff. And she said, because Jen's, um, conviction court date got pushed back to the end of, or to in January. Yeah. I guess they're like filming the reunion, like. Soon, Like, this month. And so, Meredith was saying she hopes that they'll ask Jen to be there.
0: I would be surprised because... I think... I I think it was at BravoCon that Andy said after the guilty plea is when it was like, okay, like obviously we're parting ways.
1: Yeah. Um, And she wasn't invited to BravoCon, and apparently he was mad about her showing up for like the after parties.
0: Yeah. And also, I feel like... Um, I think he might have even said that they might be willing to do, like, a a sit-down, like, interview-type situation. Like, one-on, like, singular to ask questions. But I feel like that he was saying her involvement in the franchise was over. Yeah. So, like, any Housewife-branded thing would probably be a no-go. But you never know. I mean...
1: It would be good TV. (laughs) Like... I would want really to I... see them all kind of... Like, all the perspectives of all of them. And Andy kind of, like, give her the the um, Erica Jane treatment.
0: Yeah, but I don't think so. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't particularly want to see it. I don't really care about her opinions on anything at this point. And also, even if... Even if you do, the problem is, like, what... It, every argument, every discussion around her is going to revolve into, oh, well, you're guilty of stealing money from old people. Yeah, Which, that's true. So, uh, you know, conning people out of their...
1: I guess the I The few pennies they might
0: have type situation. So, like, I, I, it's not going to be healthy for her or anybody. Well, who cares about whether it's healthy for her, but, like, I just don't think it would be good television in that sense. Gotcha.
1: Well, I think what I would like to see is, like, maybe she's not there the whole time, but she's comes in... Kind of like they do with the friends of a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like, Andy would ask her, like, why'd you do it? That's kind of what I would like. But that also then she would have to like explain herself and be willing to do that. So I don't know if she would. But yeah. That's what I would want to see.
0: Mm.
1: Not necessarily. That sounds like the
0: one on one thing to me.
1: That's true. But I think then if all the ladies could like ask her questions. Anyway, I do... I don't know. I, I would like a little bit of it, but obviously it sounds like what Andy was saying. It probably won't happen.
0: Mm-hmm. I disagree.
1: <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> okay. So do you want to start from the beginning? You ready? Do you have anything else you wanted to say? No. Okay. So we start... Basically, there's like two sects on this boat right now. So it's Jen and Heather and Meredith on the front of the boat and the rest of the ladies on the back of the boat. And they're basically saying, first off, Jen says on her dad's grave, she was trying to lighten the mood. Which I don't like that. Especially when in the same episode, you get an apology for her doing it. (laughs) That tells me she knew it was bad. Yeah.
0: I mean, well... mm. And I don't think the apology necessarily means that she didn't mean it lighthearted, just that she was sorry it made her feel a certain way. But I, it's hard. I mean, she must be clinging to like it was eighty percent annoyance, twenty percent trying to change the mood. She's clinging to the twenty percent or something. Yeah, I guess. But it was clearly not all in good fun. So yeah,
1: I don't think it was right. Um, and then Jen is also saying that she's mad at Lisa because Lisa basically... She says Lisa basically shit on me. I wonder, like, at what point Jen was drunk enough to not remember her things. Yeah. I don't know. Because she seemed really drunk from the time they got on the boat. Especially if she's on, like, a bunch of medication and stuff, too.
0: Yeah. Like... I didn't think she was that drunk on the boat. She seemed to be talking, clearly. But obviously...
1: Well, when she was trying to hug... Lisa later, she was, like, swaying a lot. Uh, Oh. I think she was really drunk on the boat, and as we've seen with Erica, as I know from people in my life, when you mix (laughs) drugs that you're on for certain things, such as depression um, or pain meds, I don't know what all she's on, with booze, you can get really drunk really fast and not remember things. Right. So... Um, so then, they're basically all, like, the two groups are talking about what's going on with Jen and the whole situation with Angie, and Whitney now is, like, with Angie K and them and saying that she's proud of Angie for being, like, keeping it real, and she wishes that Whitney wishes that she could do that with Heather, and then they're kind of like, you should do that with Heather, (laughs) and then... They kind of are like, okay, that's enough talk, like, let's just, let's just, like, go downstairs and dance on the DJ. So mm-hmm. they don't really get too much into anything more there, except kind of drawing the lines of, like, who's on which side, seems like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So then, it, they make it look like they're all gonna go downstairs and dance where the DJ is, and then they don't. They just go to the
0: front of the boat and start dancing crazy on it. But you're on a boat. You should be outside.
1: Yeah, I know. But I just thought it was so funny when... So Lisa and Jen immediately basically start, like, fighting. And then, like, in the background, just Whitney and Dana are just, like, literally on the top of the thing. Like, not where you're supposed to be on the boat. Just, like, twerking and dancing. And the
0: guy was like, yeah, not be a And she's
1: like, sorry, Captain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Captain, my
1: Captain. Oh, sorry, Captain. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So, Lisa basically is like, I want to have fun, let's have fun. And Jen said something under her breath. I don't Uh remember what it was, but it was something like, how can you fucking have fun if you're on her side or something like that?
0: Yeah. And she, and Lisa said,
1: I've been waiting for this! (laughs) Yeah. And I, all I wrote here was like, Jen is being a bitch (laughs) to Lisa. Lisa was being a little bit too handsy with someone who didn't want her there. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like persistent too. The like constant just like grabbing hugs. I was like, that's a little much. Yeah. I know you're friends, but if this person's mad at you, they don't want to be like bombarded with hugs by you, especially when they're trying to push you off of them.
0: Yeah, especially when you're just trying to hold them in place. Yeah, the conversation went on for too long, and was high. It was unproductive. Going nowhere. Yeah. But I feel like she made a point
1: that Lisa made a point
0: and the fact that she was like I'm not I'm not playing this game with you and
1: it's the same game yeah. every season but with a different person Jen's mad at someone and if that person doesn't go all gung-ho against them then Jen gets pissed
0: but she's doing that with multiple people right now right <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is Lisa is not letting it just slide
1: yeah so which is good yeah It's also wild to me. I was just thinking about it. Jen was so pissed at Lisa on the boat the whole time. And then, like, later in the episode, she literally says Angie K is her only person that's there for her. And she was mad at Lisa the whole time for being on Angie K's side. (laughs) That makes no sense at all. Right. Uh, I didn't even, like, connect those two dots. So then, basically, Lisa's saying in the confessional that she thinks it's, like... Jen's friendship is emotional manipulation, and then Lisa's trying to do this thing of being like, "Do you even like me? Are you my? Do you, would you say I'm your friend? Like, would you say I'm your friend? Just say I'm your friend if you if you actually are my friend." And like, Jen doesn't say it, mm-hmm. and this is when Jen kind of like pushes her,
0: uh, and then she throws a whole platter of food in the ocean, including the plastic bottom
1: and the fork that was on it.
0: Oh, yeah, litterama.
1: Someone call the feds. We've got littering on camera. <laughs> no,
0: Your Honor, I have additional charges to present.
1: <laughs> One charge of littering in the Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. So, were they in the ocean? Yeah, San Diego. I know, but was that a, the ocean, or was it like a marina?
0: Well, the marina would be the ocean as well.
1: Okay, it just seems like they they had the captain or whatever, but it seemed like they were right next to the shore the whole time. Yeah, yeah,
0: the ocean starts at the beach.
1: I know that I just <laughs> meant that it wasn't like they like took them out on an excursion.
0: I know, but why are you what you said is it's the ocean?
1: Okay, I meant is are they like out do you think at any point they were just out on the open sea, or were they just like, no, they were just like anchored really close to shore? Yeah,
0: yeah
1: okay you're being you're being a bitch to me now <laughs> I don't like this manipulation Jen basically starts weeping at this point and Heather is saying that Jen is like going through a lot and she's definitely really drunk and Whitney in the confessional was saying that the Jen and Heather's relationship is really codependent and and how does
0: that make you feel
1: how does that make me feel yeah, I think it's think? true yeah I think it's weird, and at some point, someone also says that they think that Heather... It's, it's, like, weird because Heather definitely has these feelings toward Jen. Like, like when they were talking with Angie H. back before they left at the breakfast thing, Heather definitely has these feelings toward Jen. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, when she's around her, she just, like, is a puppy dog and does whatever she wants. And it's, like, bestie, bestie, rubbing... Like, holding your hair back when you're throwing up type of situation.
0: But then, it's also that she has, in confessionals, but also in scenes at the actual party where she's talking to people, she makes it, she's basically made it clear that she knows what it is with Jen, that she just wants to have a good time, and that, like, she may, they may get frustrated with each other, but, like, this is the gig. Yeah, and so it seems now it's coming across to me as very fake on her part because it's it's like somebody who knows you know like when certain housewives in the past have gotten like too invested in playing the game instead of just like trying to be as authentic as they can on camera Yeah. Um, obviously they're in unusual circumstances so everything's not normal but people who try to present completely one way on camera as opposed to how they are in real life it doesn't usually pan out because at some point that becomes apparent. And I feel like Heather's doing that a little bit. Where she's like, Yeah. This is a the show. These are the people I have to deal with. It's this is cuckoo. I don't maybe I don't maybe she doesn't actually care about Jen. But like does it for the camera. I I don't know. Or maybe she does. Maybe it's like she just has boundary issues and like healthy relationship issues and she's just keeping it together as best she can. But she's saying to other people that like she knows that Jen doesn't treat her as well as she should. Yeah. And she's like saying she's a ride or die, but she's also saying she has limits, but she doesn't know what those limits are. I don't know. It's all she's kinda all over the place with it and I'm confused by it at this point.
1: Yeah, I am too. And I it's not a good it's not like making it a good look for Heather this season. Yeah. Um, so at this point... At some point, Meredith has, like, joined the other girls. So it's just Jen and Heather on the front. Uh, and so Meredith's in the back with the other girls. And <laughs> this is when Whitney was saying that, like... She said, what we all need to start doing is talking and taking accountability for ourselves. hmm uh-huh. And then Meredith gets up. And I was like, can we just leave this alone? Like, that is so in the past. And nothing really happened with it. Um, and Meredith... What is Meredith not taking accountability for? She told Lisa that she said those things at her house. So what else does she want her she's to She's saying
0: Whitney hasn't taken accountability.
1: No, Whitney was the one that said the accountability thing about Meredith. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. You just said, she said Whitney doesn't take accountability.
0: Yeah, you said, what hasn't Meredith done? I'm saying Meredith left because she, does, she thinks Whitney's being preachy when she's not taking accountability.
1: Yeah, but also Meredith is saying that, that Whitney definitely said that looking directly at Meredith, talking about how Meredith needs to speak her truth to Lisa or whatever. Like the truth of what she said at her house. And that's why Meredith gets up. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what, what more does Whitney want Meredith to do.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Because <laughs> she already told Lisa that they talked at the house. It's not like she denied that. Right. So I don't really understand that whole hill that Whitney is decided to die on this season. I, did I like- also
0: didn't take it as her saying it to Meredith. I think she was saying it. I think maybe she was talking more about... I thought she was talking more about Heather. And I th- <clears throat> thought that Meredith got up and left because the only thing she wanted to say was how Whitney needs to take a spoon of her own medicine. But I might have read that wrong.
1: I think so. The the funniest part that I took from this was when she says, I'm not going to have it, little girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then they show that from last season. Which is really funny because our friends that also watch this, just like, they they call their dog little girl, but like, not because of this, but every time they say it, I immediately repeat it as Mary. Yeah. Little girl. (laughs) Make the face. Um, so then they cut to Meredith and Jen and Heather on the front of the boat, and Jen is, like, clearly wasted, and is just like, whose shoes are these? And then throws both, not just... The Whitney one, I don't think she meant it to be anything. She was like, here, have to take the shoe to Heather. But I think the other ones...
0: I think she knew whose shoes they were.
1: Yeah, she must have. Yeah. And it wasn't like they... It wasn't like she just kind of, like, tossed them to the side of the boat and they fell in. She, like, heaved it over her head. So, uh, and then in the crossfire, she had a... Heather was like, I'm taking Whitney's shoes. I'm going to put them in my purse. And then Jen went to throw the other one to Heather and then I went in the water. Right. And this part was, like, what made me be, like, I am off the Jen train," Because they all come back and they... They're like, our shoes are in the water. And Jen's like, I didn't do it. And Meredith and Lisa, or Meredith and Heather both stick up for her too. They don't say a word.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not a good look because it's like, why are you lying? It's on camera. But then also they might be like, well, I don't really want to deal with this right now. And it's on camera. So they'll find out.
1: Well, And like, and
0: it sounds like they maybe they told them separately later. Yeah. It might have been like, she's kind of a loose cannon right now. So maybe that's not like... Aggravate the situation further, and then just talk about it in a smaller group. Because I, th- they said something about it later, yeah, and I think it was very John
1: on the phone. Yeah, I think through the shoes in the water. Which right, she wasn't even up front. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I think it's very clear that they, to me, that they knew. Yeah. So, so I don't feel. So I, I think it was just like trying to prevent things from getting worse.
1: I think Jen got triggered by Dana calling her a bully because she knows she's a bully.
0: Yeah, also Heather going on and on about Jen's mental state is kind of annoying because yes, I mean, hindsight is a little different because at the time, they were also viewing it as she's innocent and going through something difficult. Somebody's accused her of something and now she might lose her life over it when she's innocent. When obviously that we know now that that's not the case. So yeah. it's a little unfair or hard to judge. But, at some point, you can't just, like, keep giving people passes for bad behavior over... You know, like, an incident? Yeah. Where somebody's, like, done a really good... Like, has been holding it together and they just lose it one time? Okay. But it's just constant. Yeah. And she was like this before.
1: Exactly. That's the thing that I keep going back to. She was like this before she got caught for anything.
0: Right. So, really, you're just not... You're just excusing it.
1: Again... Because she... Right. This thing, yeah. I didn't like... Or... Okay, this is what I was
0: Also, sorry. About. Also, if you're in a bad mental state, stop inviting trouble to your door. Yeah. Shut up. Be quiet. Stand in the back. <laughs> what are you doing parading out in front like a peacock throwing daggers at people? Like, yeah, yeah you're gonna catch shit.
1: Yeah. What, what I will say about it is I have definitely been in a very stressful time in my life and sad time and drank too much got sloppy and cried a bunch but i've never done any shit like that when i'm in that state of mind like this is just she's just a mean person through and through (laughs) it's like i think that's the point of my period and when you get in the worst times of your life and you become that sloppy drunk mess then whatever your true colors are they show even more clearly than when you're not in that stressful situation Hmm. That's kind of how I feel. I'd
0: say it's a good barometer. Yeah. I think people do things when they're drunk. Sometimes that's not always indicative who they are as a person, but by and large, especially pattern, it's really more about patterns, patterns of behavior. Yeah. So.
1: So then, in the Sprinter van on the way home, Jen falls asleep. And I love it. like, once they parked, she stayed asleep in there. And the driver literally came in and was, like, checked on her. And then they just let her stay in there for two hours.
0: Well, I don't know if any of them could have moved her.
1: I know, but I feel like the driver would, like, the driver just had to sit there.
0: I was thinking they probably, she was probably, like, with production. Or, like, had been retained for the day for whatever they needed. That's probably true. So, uh, she was probably staying there, anyways. It just seems-I would like imagine if she needed to go that they would have, like,
1: made her get out of the car. Uh-huh.
0: Or paid her, <laughs> paid the driver. So, either way, she was fine.
1: True. It just seemed really weird that they let her. And it wasn't like it was, like, a big bench, it was, like, a very shallow, small bench. I'm surprised she didn't, like, roll off of it. <laughs> so, Jen naps for two hours. And then, in the meantime, they show Heather's on the phone with Angie Harrington and was saying that, like, basically just, like, saying that everybody was being bitchy and it's not going amazing. She did say, I wish you were here. Yeah. And I totally forgot to talk about this up top, but... Whitney's been releasing receipts this week. Have you seen them? No. Do tell. So, I guess in the after show, which we need to start start watching them.
0: Well, they didn't put them out at first. They weren't all, like, coming out every week.
1: Are they on Peacock every week now?
0: I have no idea. Well, I mean, I look for them on YouTube, so.
1: Oh, like the whole show is on there?
0: The after show. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I mostly see it on Twitter, like, in pieces. But in last week's after show... Whitney and Heather both say that Angie asked everyone in the group, like trying to get them to be able to go. Oh, right. To invite her. And Heather was like, I said no because I just didn't think anything good would come of you being on the trip for her, basically for herself. Yeah. Because Jen was already mad at her for the Angie Harrington stuff. So if she invited her on Jen's trip, it would have been really bad for Heather. Right. And Whitney said no and Angie got on Twitter and tweeted, I didn't ask everybody, I did not even ask Whitney to go, blah, blah, like they're making stuff up and then Whitney showed the screenshots of Angie like basically pleading to go <laughs> and having, she was like, do you care if I tell Heather that you already said no? Like implying I'm going to ask Heather, she'd already asked Whitney, <laughs> so who else is she asking?
0: Yeah. I I don't get that. If you know you did. <laughs> right. And it's a text message that you obviously this was a over this was before deleting messages came up. Right. Why would you do that? I Why would know. you say you didn't if there could be when you know somebody could have saved your messages?
1: I don't know. So, that's crazy.
0: Especially when you're beefing with them. Like she prior to this, Angie and Whitney weren't good. So, Yeah. Why would you say that?
1: I also saw someone saying like last week when they were getting breakfast with her, like the minute that Dana said that Meredith had invited her as her guest, like you can just see on Angie Harrington's face that like she knows she's the only one not going. Mm -hmm. And like one of the main cast trips on the season, you're not going to. That's not necessarily mean that probably means you're not coming back next year. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't really want her back, so I don't really mm-hmm. care. And it feels like Heather and Whitney have both gotten off the Angie H train already. Oh, in, Heather has too. In the years since, so. Well, I mean, she was saying, like, well, no, we didn't invite you because it would have looked bad for me. Right. <laughs> so she's not 100% on the train anymore, at least it seems like. So then. Okay, so then this is when Lisa's on the phone with John and she's telling him. About the shoe thing. So we it's confirmed that at least Lisa knows. Or someone told Lisa that Jen threw the shoes. Right. And then uh, they basically all go down for dinner. And like, there's this address to kind of like a jungly theme. What did you think of Heather's outfit? I liked it. I did too. But yeah. at the same time, it was leaning on the edge of pajamas.
0: Oh. It was very casual. But, I mean... It was a nice pattern. Yeah. Her hair looked nice. The only ones that I didn't, I don't think I it. Like, I was, it was like A for effort, but I didn't love it, was Meredith? I think it was just like the color the, or something.
1: I feel like it was like the rainbow Louis Vuitton pattern.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something. Which
1: I don't love. And also, okay, this is, <laughs> I was, re- I had a realization today, <clears throat> and that is that I watch so much drag shows mm-hmm. that when I see these women basically like full beat, full glam outfits, I'm expecting them to be wearing pads. <laughs> like I saw Meredith and I saw that dress and like it goes kind of like straight down. V-shaped from her it's from like boobs and then kind of like straight mm. to a V to the to turf feet. I was like I was like, why didn't she pad more? In my head. Oh. <laughs> like, like, that's not the right shape. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I had a similar thought with Ashley on last week's episode, too. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Direct are getting atta- attacked enough in real life. We can't give any more reason for people to dislike them. What do you mean? Creating, um... <laughs> Uh, uh, unrealistic beauty Body standards for actual women.
1: Okay, but that's just in my head.
0: But when I say actual, I don't. I mean, AFAB queens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, I didn't love that dress. Is what I was gonna say too. Yeah. So Jen comes downstairs. I think Jen did look good. No. No.
0: No. 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 That headpiece was too much. By too much, not enough. It was just, like, if it looked like she... Okay. I liked the amount this of hair she is, I liked enough. the idea. Okay, the volume was nice. Yeah. But it looked like she fell into a bush. <laughs> I liked it. It wasn't, like, awfully <clears throat> arranged. It was just kind of haphazard. Am I i IMO, guys, if you loved it, great. I just thought it was a little messy.
1: To me, it was giving, like, an 80s fantasy with, like, some of her heritage flair in there.
0: Right. The hair itself was good. The ferns in the hair could have been better.
1: Hmm. I'm just saying. I like the outfit and the hair. Yeah. And I didn't really notice that the ferns weren't in the right place.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least she throws a good party, you know. There's always a lot going on.
1: Yeah. The fire dancers were really cool. Um, but then, obviously, Angie K had to throw her little jab in there and say, like... Like, she was like, it's a shame that I'm going to have to tell them afterward that... They're not getting paid. <laughs> probably not getting paid.
0: The dig was accurate. She also had well, this little thing in
1: thinking. there where she was like, Oh, and what a lovely backdrop for them to have to do this. You're talking about the house. Oh.
0: <laughs> Girl.
1: Also, I didn't I don't I
0: didn't catch that.
1: It's wild. Like, I know well, I don't fully know how it works, but like I know that they have like protective like Something on their tongue that makes it not be able to burn or whatever. Mm. When they're literally lighting things from their tongue. It's just, like, wild to me because I'll light a candle and my, like, thumb gets too close to the flame and I'm like, ah, (laughs) ah. And they're, like, literally putting fire into their mouths. Yeah, I don't
0: know nothing about that magic. You know how... that. Tribal power. I don't know.
1: You know how when I was in middle school, I told you that that traveling circus came and taught all of us how to mm-hmm. do circus routines? Yeah. The When I was growing up, so my mom worked at the middle school, so I always went to all the... Well, she was in charge of the circus, bringing them in every year, too. So every year, I would go to, like, every show, and there was always fire breathing and, like, fire tricks like that, and including the one on the tongue. And so... At one point, everyone just, like, eat the fire. Which I know that you just, like, blow it out once it's already in your mouth. But it looks like you're just eating the fire. And then mm-hmm. you pull it out. And I always said, when I got into this... When I got old enough to be in middle school, I wanted to be one of the fire eaters. And the year before I got to do it, they... The fire marshal came in and said they can't do it inside anymore. Oh. So they had to nix it from, the, from our program. Huh. So I was... Close to being a fire eater, or knowing how it, how it works anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have no no words to that at all. No. <laughs> okay.
0: Seems dangerous.
1: Um. So then, all the ladies kind of are doing. They're showing them how to do the dances as well, and Meredith is just painfully bad at it. <laughs> I beat like, you.
0: At least she tried. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, maybe she didn't try her hardest, but she, she gave it a go. Yeah. And that counts for something.
1: Yeah. And then they eat the dinner and the pig looked really good.
0: Uh-huh. They always do.
1: <laughs>
0: Although I'm surprised to hear you say that because what okay. you guys don't know is that Tyler does not like to eat things that resemble their original form when it comes to meat. The more like the animal it looks, the less appetized you are.
1: I wouldn't mind... Is that a word? Less appetized? Appetized. I don't think that's a word. No. <laughs> All right. Appomatized.
0: Appomatized.
1: It's more... Okay, this is the weird part about this little thing. If I went up to that pig...
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> and I sliced off just a part from like the belly area. Uh-huh. And it didn't get any cartilage or bone in it. I would be fine eating it and staring right at the pig. But if it was like it's I don't like it's when it's chicken and it like you can feel the bone in it and you're like biting around like tendons, that's Ooh. what's gross to me. Interesting. So I don't care about
0: chunks of meat.
1: It's yeah, it's more so like I want the chunk of meat itself to be like clean cut. Like and not have any bits in it that like make me Remind myself that I'm eating like a a specific body part of something. Mm. <laughs> so there you go, listeners. I don't mm. know if you expected to have that dog on this one, but...
0: but yeah, the food looked really good.
1: It did look really good. Um, then they all sit down, and immediately these like police strippers come. Boring. <clears throat> I, the, the only good funny part about this was that Heather said that last year when they were in the Sprinter van, she thought that Jen had hired strippers and it was really the actual feds. <laughs> and at this time, it's just like a funny, weird, full circle thing that I don't think Jen was like purposely doing. Right. Because of what Heather said about the last year.
0: Yeah. Um. The only person I want to see naked, it's John Barba.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do understand a little bit that I think Lisa's like I'm not even going to put anything on camera that like they can reuse later or say I'm cheating on John or whatever with, you know.
0: Yeah, but I think she would be like that either way. She's not very open about. I mean, and that's totally fine. Not everybody like when I think both are fine. Whitney is very open about what she likes and does and like it's fine for that like in that, her relationship for her to do what, like that stuff which i don't think that should be a problem personally yeah um you know but it's also okay if you're more prudish and you don't want to discuss it and you don't want to show it and you don't and, and if you really don't want to engage with anybody in that way except for your spouse well, that's cool too
1: yeah i just think she's a little bit not triggered but like she, in the back of her mind, she knows that the whole season has already been talking about her marriage, so she's not going to give any leeway as to, like, make any more speculations happening.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see that, but I also think... And they probably have, like, I think germs a, or something. I think in a different <laughs> season, she would
1: be the same. And, yeah, the germs. <laughs> okay, so this is when Angie K goes, Dana, how's your first girls' trip going? and she's like
0: oh i forgot she said she'd never been on a girl's trip
1: oh yeah and she said that the energy feels off and that her and jen need to have a talk because again she didn't like how she talked to angie h at the choir auditions and she didn't like how she talked to angie k who was supposed to be her best friend Mm -hmm. um by like telling her to shut the fuck up and everything like that and she said just made her feel really uncomfortable and then she says she told Heather how she felt and that Heather had told Dana that if Jen gave Heather an ultimatum, that she would not be friends with her anymore. Dana mm. <laughs> really said, I'm going to earn my spot. She really did. <laughs> Immediate. You know, when as soon as those words came out of Heather's mouth, she said, I'm saving that bitch. Uh-huh. That, was, that is coming back But do you out. think
0: she did Heather wrong by as no. a friend? I don't think so either.
1: Well, maybe... Okay. If I was Heather in this situation, <clears throat> I would be like, why the fuck are you bringing that up? So, I think Heather probably thinks she did something wrong, but, A, Heather did say those things, and B, I think, I, I mean, we needed something. We needed someone to say it, because Heather was acting all, oh, we're best friends again, blah, blah, like, the next day. <laughs> <laughs> like this is day one and they had that breakfast like really recently recently yeah <clears throat> changing her tune like without even having a talk about it and I think it's the same thing Whitney and Lisa are saying too about Heather it's like she just wants to like sweep everything under the rug and wipe her hands of it and move on yeah when if you're gonna be going about talking about Jen and this ultimatum thing then you need to have that conversation with Jen too
0: yeah to me, it was like a friendly prod in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Even though she did not go, well, she sort of did. Anyways, I appreciated this moment in time.
1: Yeah. We also learned that at this point, Angie, I guess, spoke to her attorneys and her PR team. Which is just funny that she has a PR team. Um, I don't think, I mean, hello, she's on TV. I guess, but like, she's a friend of. <laughs> so? Anyway, so her she... husband,
0: Her husband can put them on a... Her fat, elf-on-a-shelf husband can put her on a yacht. He can get her a PR team.
1: True. So, anyway, she says that they said that she and him should not put out a public apology. Yeah. And Heather said it's because everyone's gonna know... Like, the reason that she thinks that they shouldn't is because, like, everyone's gonna think that he's, like, a horrible person for doing that. Um, And she doesn't want that to, like... Get out, I guess. Yeah. Even though it's it's already on on the TV.
0: (laughs) Also, I think it's at this point where Jen says something along the lines of, like, what he did to her family and to Coach Sean, and I'm just really over this, but, like, confused also, because while what he did was itwee gooey gross... He didn't do anything to Jen. Yeah, and he also really didn't do anything to Coach Shaw, except outside of the fact that Jen is his wife. It's and the fact that it was named instead I, of I Jen. Know, Shaw she's...
1: exposed it was just Shaw exposed.
0: Uh huh. But
1: <clears throat> it doesn't. But out.
0: everybody knows. If you didn't watch the show <laughs> and you saw Shaw exposed, you would have no idea it was about Coach Shaw or their yeah. family and also Shaw is a very, is a a middle eastern word so it's not necessarily somebody's first idea in mind that it's going to be a last name also they didn't say anything about them Yes. Yeah, so like i as far as we know so this whole like it just seems very weird and out of context out of proportions out of like you are really reaching
1: yeah i think the out of proportions part is right on the nose. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Also, I wonder what she thought about the Shaw Shocker. (laughs) Because that was not called the Jen Shaw Shocker.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is is that it is embarrassing for her because she's embarrassed her family. And she knows it. But that, but him putting that name on it is like the least of your problems. I don't know. It's just weird.
1: Yeah.
0: And every time she says it, I'm like, they didn't. I, it just—it's the same cycle in my head. And I'm just like, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, this is also. Uh, they start talking about more so about like, Heather's like, why'd you get? Why is Dana getting involved in the middle of it? And then Angie's like, well, you kind of involved all of us in the middle of it at that lunch. Um, and then, Angie said that she thinks she's been a good friend to Jen, and she doesn't think Heather has. <laughs>
0: And well, how does she say it I, the fact that Jen's continued a relationship with you when I don't like basically saying like it's shocking that Jen has stayed friends with Heather yeah which I think is an incredible stupid like wh- what yeah. maybe on a personal level and, and for their friend circle maybe there's more info as to why people might feel that way but as a viewer of the show it's the complete opposite like, right. the fact that Heather has remained friends with Jen is really wild wow. to Jen's benefit. Yeah. Not Heather's. So.
1: Also, I don't love this whole, like, you've been 60% a friend. Uh, like, I don't right. love the talk, the way that she talks about that. Like, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense. What has she done that's, like, so bad that she lost 40%? <laughs> I don't know. And that's how it. did
0: you come up? Well,
1: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, how did you come up with the.
0: With a little bit more than half.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't... So this is when Lisa says, asks if she can say something, and Jen rolls her eyes at her. And she basically is saying that, like, this isn't consistent. Like, Jen, Jen is now crying and, like, mad at Heather, but, like, Lisa's like, this isn't consistent with what Jen was saying in the hot tub. Which I did think she was kind of going, beating around the bush a little bit, but I think the main thing she wanted was for Heather to say, or for Jen to say, what she did. The 60%. What she said about Heather. Yeah. Um, And so they start talking about that, and then Lisa was like, no one here's honest, everyone's a liar. Um, and Jen was like, "We were supposed to be having fun, and now you're ruining it, basically." Mm-hmm. And this is like, "Oh, I'm ruining it when you were the one that was like shoving and screaming at me on the boat." And Jen doesn't remember doing it, apparently.
0: Right. Uh,
1: and then Lisa says that Jen only remembers what's been done to her and not what she's done to other people, which I think is a very poignant way. Like that. That's very true. Yeah. Jen doesn't think about how she basically ruined Lisa's time today because she. Like, I, I don't know, she was being really mean to Lisa, and Lisa has been sad and thinking about it all day, and Jen's just like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. And then Jen said that Lisa's mean. <laughs> Lisa's literally like, are you fucking kidding me? You're the meanest bitch I know.
0: <laughs> true, true.
1: Um, and then Lisa also starts calling Jen a liar, because she's saying, like, that she... She's talking about the hot tub thing again. And Jen is saying like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never said anything bad about Heather or whatever. And oh. Lisa's like, you're calling, you're a liar. Say what you said.
0: Yeah. There was really no, no notes for Lisa in this moment. She was really delivering. I agree. The stellar housewife material.
1: I agree. I really like, I feel like Lisa's finally figured out. I feel like Lisa's finally figured out how to like, what the, what people want to see from her. They want to see her be, like, stand strong, stand up for herself, have little quirky moments, (laughs) and not try to manipulate the situation. Just try to, like, like, this was a perfect example of figuring out everything. Right.
0: Say what, don't run away. Say what matters to you in the moment. Yeah. Also, I mean, you know, there's a little chess involved. Like, she sees the opportunity at the right moment. Yeah making sure she was going after the right talk, talking points and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's not all just being sincere, but that definitely helps.
1: And I loved the part where Lisa was basically like, you are the one that, like, dumped champagne on someone's head and made them, like, feel super embarrassed right when we first got here in her house or whatever, and then Jen apologizes for it. Mm-hmm. And it
0: starts having this gushy moment. Yeah. With Angie, which was so annoying because Angie was like, Ugh. you could she just was see like, Angie. I think she
1: really means it. Yeah,
0: like you see Angie melt back into Jen's Shaw yeah. supporter.
1: And Lisa says, "Let's stay on task."
0: Yeah, she's like, "No, no, no, no." no. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, oh, now you're apologizing because I think she said something." It and Jen was acting like she was interrupting a special moment. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "This is not why I started this conversation." <laughs> yeah. Back to the task at hand.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at this point. Heather has put her sunglasses on, so I'm assuming she's, like, crying about it.
0: Or she, or, or she wants to limit the number of eye rolls that are on camera. I don't Maybe.
1: Know. <laughs> and so this is when they're all like, well, she just has to say it. What did she say? Mm-hmm. And so Jen said that she was mad about her being friends with Angie H. at the choir auditions or whatever. And then Heather immediately was like, well, I'm not the one that showed up in a matching outfit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She said, "I'm gonna rope someone else
1: up." And this And Whitney was like, but "She didn't." A, I didn't know about anything. Well, before. she didn't say that. She said that. Not then. Yeah, at the table. She did. Yeah, Whitney said, oh. "I didn't know. I didn't know about the account before we did that." Oh. And Whitney was was like in her confessional saying that Heather literally can't take a single person saying a criticism without deflecting it and like making it not be her problem Mm -hmm. and they go back and forth a long time on this jen and heather but it basically comes out with jen says are you going to be friends with someone who did this to me and heather's like yeah i'm gonna be her friend and she was saying like she's her she said i'm a ride or die for both of you or whatever yeah and then, again, Jen says that she feels like Heather's only there for sixty percent of the time, and Heather's like, "Oh, and you're there hundred percent of the time for me," and she's like, "I will not be giving an ultimatum." And then Jen's like, "I'm not giving you an ultimatum, but you can't be her friend and my friend." Right. The definition no, of an no, ultimatum. Right. And this is that when Jen says that the only friendship that like is real here is Angie Kay's. That's so weird. <laughs> So weird, and Lisa's like, "I've had enough of this shit. I'm gonna go inside." Yeah. Also,
0: I really am over the whole ride or die situation. Like, let's just leave that terminology in the past because it's clearly not applying. Right. Um. I'm also annoyed at Jen for like, why if you if Heather's willing to stay friends with you, she said before she pled guilty, even if she, even if she was convicted, that she would stay friends with her. Mm-hmm then what Angie's husband did is the least of these. So, like, why would she become not friends with her, you know, over that? Because what you've done is worse. Yeah. If anybody
1: should be mad, it's Lisa. The account was just making fun of Lisa the whole time and talking shit about Lisa. There you go. And Lisa doesn't even care.
0: Right. So, which is smart on her part for letting not letting it get back to her drama at her doorstep. Yeah. But... I just... I don't get... Like, I, again, I think it just comes back to, like, you're in a hot seat. Why are you doing all of this? You should just be happy that people are sticking with you. Is yeah. my opinion. So don't
1: right. piss in your Wheaties. And I think that is the what the ride or die... The term... I think... Maybe Heather doesn't mean it with Angie. but I think ride or die to me, implies, like, through everything that goes on, I will be there for you. And mm-hmm. that's literally what Heather has done. And still doing. Right. For her. Right. Even post her uh, guilty plea.
0: Right. So that's why I, I just don't understand <clears throat> why she keeps doing it when Jen's clearly not yeah. appreciative of it. And, I mean, and why Jen's deciding this is, like, some a big deal to her.
1: it always is. Yeah. It's always... Everything... Any little thing that makes Jen mad is the biggest deal of that you could ever do in Jen's eyes.
0: Yeah. Because she's going through a hard time.
1: Yeah. So then Heather starts to leave and Jen is like, are you going to be Lisa Barlow who just walked away or are you going to be Heather Gay? And she's like, are you going to be friends with that girl, with Angie? And she was like, yes, I will. And you know what? You just lost your Heather Gay and then walks away.
0: She said, find yourself another Heather Find day. yourself another Heather Because I'm out. I'm out. Which, unfortunately, I don't think is fully true.
1: Yeah. it's. But I wish not it was. Because she literally goes to New York with her the weekend of the trial. Yeah. Or the weekend that she believes guilty. So, <laughs> then Jen gets up and is like, you're the one that wanted to invite Dana to Meredith. And Meredith's like, Dana didn't do this. You did. You said those things. Um, And then the people that are left at the table are like, like, I think Whitney was like, oh, I think you uh, are not a good CEO. <laughs> Something <laughs> <fun>. like that. <laughs> um, and then that's the end of this episode.
0: I'd like to give a, um, a special shout out to Lisa and her rings because they were all very nice. Her rings? <clears throat> I, yeah, I forgot. That's when she was talking, when they were getting ready, she was talking to John, Her little, her outfit, but her rings, they were the right level of sparkle and the right combo. It was very nice.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Also, I love that they were. She was like, "It better have not been my Yves Saint Laurent shoes." Oh my god! yeah. <laughs> forgot to say that. <laughs>
0: you made a good point while we were uh, watching the episode, and that because um, they focus a lot on like how obviously Angie K is rich, and like maybe fifteen hundred dollars isn't the biggest deal to her. But at the same time, somebody it's like a weird violation for somebody to take something that's yours and just dispose of it. so casually and like even if they weren't expensive you never know like those shoes could have been like meaningful or important to her in some way Yeah, you know and for her to just like so casually do it was like
1: oh that's I I was just thinking about like I have these boots that my mom got me for Christmas like three maybe four or five years ago and I love them and they go they're like a perfect way to dress up an outfit a little bit and I'm sure you shouldn't spend more than $6 on them. But if someone threw those over a boat, I would be fucking pissed. Like, yeah. that's so rude. Yeah. And that alone would be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Right. N- no matter what. Much less if they cost $1,500. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but again, I mean, it's it, with these situations, it's likely, you know, <clears throat> they're just one of many shoes that have been purchased recently. <laughs> yeah. Odds are it probably wasn't a big deal, but... Just the fact that, you know, that could have been the case, like, would, I should think, deter you from doing something like that.
1: And also, I mean, like, what we were talking about with the suitcase thing, like, these women know they're going to be on a TV show and perceived by a ton of people, and they care about that. So I'm sure, like, she went out and, like, had a whole, like, I'm going to plan my outfits for this, my first girls' trip on a TV show I'm on. Like, that just, like, makes me sad to think about someone just not caring so much that they would just throw them overboard. Yeah. Like, she clear- she had to go to a store and pick those out and be like, I'm going to wear these with this when I'm on TV for the first time. It's, yeah. like, just fucking rude. Yeah.
0: We'll be glad. And by we, I mean the royal we. I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll be glad when um she's off the show, Jen.
1: I will be. Especially, I think they did a really good job this season. I don't think Ginny aside from the racist things obviously I don't think she did a good job of just being on the show last year like she was pretty boring yeah her she kid was the star yeah and she, but she didn't bring up too much new stuff whereas I feel like they really did something here with Angie and Dana it feels like mm-hmm. it feels like they actually found people that are gonna engage and they know they're losing a really big personality that like brings a lot of drama to the show and they did a good job of finding people that are already really thinking about what they can bring to it. Yeah. And doing a good job at it. So. um, So I don't think Jen will be missed, is what I'm saying, in my book. It's kind of like Mary. She had mm. really crazy moments that were funny sometimes. But for the most part, I don't miss her. Yeah. I'm glad she's gone. And I feel like I would feel about the same way about Jen.
0: Lots of Mary-isms, but overall too... actually crazy yeah too t- too much too little too toxic
1: yeah
0: and different different ways from jen obviously but
1: correct okay so the next time on it looks like they're doing that like thing where you blow up a ball around yourself and like fight uh uh-huh. <laughs> which they did <laughs> Those that was too yeah um and then it looks like heather says to Jen that her relationship with her is terrifying and toxic um and then it looks like Heather and Whitney get into it a little bit at this like wig party
0: wig did you say wig? wig
1: <laughs> oh my god wig yes I know <laughs> wig <laughs> and then someone comes to Heather's room at 4.50am in well am mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say in the night
0: <laughs> oh yeah
1: um, which I was talking about this a little bit with you, but I guess they must be like, since they're staying, she's staying in that little rental back house, I guess they must have like cameras pointed at the doors. Cause yeah. I was like, how do they get this footage? But I'm, I'm assuming it's security footage. Yeah. And so
0: secured by Angie K.
1: Yeah. And so then Heather and Whitney, Oh no. So then it looks like someone comes in her room at four 50 AM and you could slightly see a wig and it looked to me like the one Jen was wearing.
0: But it also kind of looked like the one Whitney was wearing. I know it
1: did. But Jen's was a little bit bigger and a little crazier. And it looked like that one to me. Yeah. But whatever happens in that room at 4.50 a.m., they're implying gave Heather a black eye. Because the next morning they show that clip we've seen many times where Meredith is like, oh, oh. Yeah. Quaking. <laughs> yeah, literally, Quivering. Literally quaking.
0: I feel like um, it's just spicy editing. But... We'll see. It could be. I would be really shocked, truly shocked, if one of them actually hit the other, gave Heather a black eye, and it's been under wraps this whole time. But it hasn't been talked about, leaked. No blogs, no news articles. No, like... That's true. Con- like, I feel like she fell down. That's true. Or something.
1: Um, and that's it. Yeah. So, I guess we will see next week. No. This is what this is my prediction for next week. Mm. They have the whole day, everything. They show all the fights. And then it seems like the episode's over. It cuts to the exact 4.50 a.m. thing. And then it shows her black eye. And then it's next time on.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can see that. <laughs> I don't
1: think we're going to get any answers next week either. Not a one. <laughs> so maybe we'll see on episode 12. Right.
0: The, I'm sure they'll discuss it at the reunion. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's good. Well, no, I'm just saying they just—they won't show it until. Never mind.
1: You don't think so? You think they'll just keep the, the ge- it? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think this was a really good episode. I'm excited for next week. Um. And we will be back then for episode 11. Woohoo! I'm Tyler. And
0: oh wait. I'm I forgot to say. Traffic. If you
1: liked this episode, please feel free to share it with any of your friends that also watch the show and mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you can subscribe to it. Also, oh, on Spotify, they were saying we're in the top 13% of, of followed podcasts. Which wow. Is because it's not that much. Yeah. But it, it's cool. So we'll thank take you guys it. for listening. Yeah. I've also been putting every week um, a little, little poll up on Spotify that's just basically like who do you think won this fight or what do you think is going to happen? So, um, if you're listening on Spotify, you can vote on the poll. You can respond to the question I put on there every week. Um, just engage with this a little bit more, they have some good tools on Spotify. So if you're on there, you can find those, um, when you click on our podcast and we will see you next week.
0: Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And goodbye. Goodbye, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.